0: What's up, everybody? Look, you and I both know that restrictive dieting, copious amounts of high-intensity exercise, and living like a social leper is no longer an acceptable approach to achieving and maintaining the body and health that you want for yourself and your family. We know this because we've been there. The good news is that we're here to show you that there's another way. The problem with how the fitness and health industry addresses obesity or being overweight or feeling like garbage is that all the experts tell you it's a food and exercise thing, when in reality, it's a mindset and prioritization thing. We spent nearly two decades in the trenches, learning, coaching, and perfecting real-world solutions to a real-world problem. Join us as we help connect people just like you with the information they need to live their best life possible. My name is Brian Sweeney. My wife, Jenny, and I will be your coaches on this journey. Welcome to the Amplify Network.
1: Howdy, howdy! Hey,
0: what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the supplement mini series of the Amplify Network. This is our third uh, installment, I guess. So we talked already about um, creatine mm-hmm. and whey protein, yep. which those are very exciting for me because um, <laughs> I get to geek out on those. But the um, the one that we are going to follow up with today on this show is going to be BCAAs. That's right. Um, Branched chain amino acids.
1: So fancy.
0: It's very fancy. Um, Funny thing about BCAAs, a lot of people, I think they take them because they're told to. Yes, but I don't know that they really understand the benefits. Absolutely. Um, agree. The timing, uh, what to look mm-hmm. for, the clinical dosage. There's a lot of um, just like everything else that we've talked about so far. There are nefarious, mm, what's the word? Companies, products, um, trainers, guidance. I mean, there, there's there's. There's no end to how confusing and misleading it can all be. Yep. The intention of these these shows, these podcasts, is to give you guys some information mm-hmm. to get the conversation started. In a high level, you should know why you're taking it mm-hmm. and understand what the benefits are if you're taking the right amount. Absolutely. So.
1: Nope. And to not just say, like I used to, which I'm taking them because Brian told me I should. Right. But to actually understand that there is a purpose for every pill, powder, and everything else that we ingest in our
0: bodies. And I used to I had mentioned I think on the first show, I used to take anything. Yeah. Um if mm-hmm. I read it in a bodybuilding magazine and I didn't give a crap if, you know, it was only tested in rats. I was like, I'm good <laughs> with it. Um but now um as I've gotten older, it's all about recovery, putting mm-hmm. on as much muscle as possible mm-hmm. and then recovery. So, I typically refer to supplements, especially mm-hmm. something like BCAAs mm-hmm. as um uh an opportunity to increase your results or your performance by 1%. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not statistically profound. I made that up. But like um, the analogy I always use is I was real big in hot rods back mm-hmm. in the day. And even though I didn't have pretty much a financial pot to piss in, mm-hmm. um, whatever I did to the card, this is this thing was primered, right? So I spent no money on how it looked. <laughs> it was all about how it ran. Um, and I would go out and just hunt for things that would give me a little bit more horsepower because add them all up and then you've got something significant so not every not everything that we do in and itself has like take this one thing and you're going to see all the results you want absolutely these added up with everything else so we talked about already the two of the most popular i think the most heavily used creatine and whey Mm -hmm. bca's is probably third Mm -hmm. um so we're going to cut a little bit into what they are um why you should take them, what the benefits are supposedly. Um, some of these, you know, I can't speak to them myself. Mm-hmm. I know one of them is going to be liver function. I, mm-hmm. I have no idea if I've benefited from that or not. Right. But um, what? let's start with, what do you know about BCAAs?
1: So I know that they have three of the nine essential amino acids. That's right. And then every time I try to name them, I usually get one wrong. <laughs> um, and then I also know that um, I think we talked about it last week that the um, essential amino acids cannot be produced in the body. That's right. So you have to get them through food or in this, for purposes of this discussion, in uh, supplementation or by supplementation.
0: Correct. Um, and we talked about whole sources and mm-hmm. partial and you know, the predominantly meat and fish sources are yep. going to give you more of the aminos, especially the essential. Um so, we talked about whey last week, and if whey is so awesome because we talked about all the benefits of taking whey, mm-hmm. why would we go overboard and take even more? Right. Um, do you have an idea on how to explain that?
1: Oh, I don't.
0: Um, so, we know that we're looking at whey because of its fast digestibility, um, that dairy is the best source of protein, that um, we talked about that whey protein and the aminos in meat-based products especially supplements were still more effective at absorption and protein synthesis that just means better results for your work Mm -hmm. um that whey was king Mm -hmm. well when you look at whey and it depends brand to brand um how much of the bcaa's you're going to get because it is in there because we talked about it being like a complete good source so whey protein has nine essentially amino acids and now here we are taking more of three of those nine Mm -hmm. so Last week we talked about the timing of way, which was when.
1: Well, that well, it was supposed to be like within ninety minutes of your workout. Just your reflex, and then, whatever you believe. It's, yes, so I, I know, you know still, it. Still, so I am still a person that is very much a, you should have your like protein shake within 30 minutes of your workout. Even though you were saying there's a lot of research that suggests otherwise, but that's still, I think drilled into my head.
0: Sure, so we got a, a, a buttload of bro science out there. That's just like, yo bro, if you don't get your way in within an hour, you lose all your gains. Mm-hmm. Um, but now science is showing that you can actually start ingesting aminos during your workout mm-hmm. and you start seeing protein turnover right there. Yep. So um, just in comparison, Uh, this is me talking, whey comes in three flavors predominantly. I know there's a whole bunch out there, but let's just say chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. Mm -hmm. If I'm in the middle of a workout or I'm at the very tail end of it, the last thing I want is chocolate. I mean, I don't want chocolate. I don't want vanilla. I mean, I've just trained so long that to me, even the flavor profile of has something to do with the timing. Mm -hmm. I don't mind taking it with breakfast. I don't mind taking it, you know, right before or right after, Mm -hmm. but I do not want chocolate anything right there during my workout. I can't handle the um, candy taste, right? Right. So BCAAs, uh, typically what we will recommend to our people is, look, you want to make sure that you've got everything on hand to maximize the benefits of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Some of the benefits we're going to talk about, they're not related to just bodybuilding turnover. I mean, you're going to see some other benefits to it. But for our purpose, you know, everyday Joe, we're not doing this for therapeutic or homeopathic, you know, remedies, blah. We're just saying we want to make sure we have the most tools and the most resources to get the most out of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. That's where we fall back to the 1%. So, hey, coach, how can I get 1% of improvement? Right. It's your timing. Um, time, even though we're talking like there's an hour loosely, mm-hmm. the new research that we're reading is that it's I think there was a sample done. And this was a, um, if I can find the link, I'll share it in the podcast notes, but it was a study done on leg press. It was leg press or leg extensions. And they had X number of males, placeboed X number of males taking the BCAAs. And the the guys taking the BCAAs as they were doing the work, mm-hmm. they, st- they saw significantly more turnover because they were getting it as they were burning it, mm-hmm. which is pretty freaking cool. You're putting coal on the fire as it's burning instead of waiting till afterwards.
1: Yep. And I think that is probably the number one reason why I decided to give them a go and why I still take them today is that it is a true noticeable difference for myself. And this is in strength and endurance training that if I have oh, beautiful, my, my blender bottle full of BCAAs, mm-hmm. there is a push in me that I can't describe Like it's not, so some people say like, oh, I use, you know, coffee as my pre-workout or I do this. And I'm like, yeah, coffee gives you like, I'll get like the jitters (laughs) for
0: a couple minutes maybe. Coffee gives you wings.
1: I never felt like having a sip of coffee or a cup of coffee gave me an advantage. It just kind of woke my brain up. Sure. Whereas BCAAs, I'm like, oh man, I don't think I can get through this next round or next exercise. I take a drink and all of a sudden, like almost immediately it's there. It's pretty cool. Like there's
0: a. Uh, how your body is, and we're going to go over that as a benefit because mm-hmm. there's actually an anti fatigue component to taking BCAAs. So you might notice an intra workout bump. Mm-hmm. So you start out with a certain amount of energy and you're probably seeing some effect of endorphins and, and of course, you know, um, of course. serotonin. And you're, you're getting a little bit of adrenaline. You're getting a little bit of um, um, the endorphins flowing. You're of getting course. a good, you know, good feeling chemicals flowing. Um, Let's take one step back, and we're talking about the three. So, did you did you list all three off? I did not. Do you want to?
1: Oh gosh. Um. Okay. So I know that there is leucine. Yep. Okay. There is isoleucine. Yep. And then the last one, something with a V, valine.
0: Valine. Okay. Um. That's how I pronounce them. Valene. I don't know if it's one hundred percent. Um. So of the three, leucine, isoleucine and valine those are pretty easy to remember when you look at the back of your product you're going to see not only total so there's going to be total serving size of all three combined Mm -hmm. and then if it's not a shaky shady product you'll see how much of each one of those and the reason that's significant is because studies are showing that leucine is where the horsepower is at so it's the most uh so of the three all three of those are anabolic which means they help you grow there there's an anabolic effect to those three amino acids but Leucine out of the three is the mm-hmm. stud, uh, so those that one it. out of the three of them is king. <laughs> isoleucine has got some benefits that are studied as Isoleucine's well.
1: Since the prince
0: and va- valine is the knucklehead, they just drag around because <laughs> they're showing even, even just straight. Um, and I, I believe isoleucine and valine are together most of the time because of absorption. Okay. So there, there's uh, there's other reasons that I can't recall in the moment as to why all three are present. But of the three, leucine's the one that really matters. Mm-hmm. is the secondary, and valine doesn't do much. Mm-hmm. But studies are showing that iso, that leucine even on its own has a greater effect mm-hmm. than just uh, than isoleucine and, and leucine together. So just leucine greater effect than mm-hmm. all three of them. Okay. But I do believe it's because of digestibility um, uptake. I think there's some other reasons that all three mm-hmm. are packed in. I feel stupid for not remembering. Um, the other thing that's, that's significant before we get into the benefits, as I had mentioned, you want to flip the label around and make sure you're getting at least five grams total. Mm-hmm. And typically it's like a two to one to one. Okay. So two leucine and then one part, one part of okay. the other two. Um, it's going to vary. It's going to depend. You know, uh, I do believe that you need so much of the others to absorb the one. Mm-hmm. So the the ratios there. Sense. Just remember two to one to one. Yep.
1: Well, it makes sense with the absorption since there's a ratio tied to them.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Um, So, if you flip it over and you see less than five grams or you see that you've got less than half of that is the um, leucine, it might not be up to par. It depends on what you're paying for it. I know that uh, you can go up there and get a $12, two-pound tub of uh, BCAAs, but when you get it home and look at it, it's mostly flavoring. You know, you got sugar, glucose, you know, and a lot of people will attribute that kind of bump to the BCAAs and what it is is probably the sugar Mm -hmm. that's in it, right? So, a little bit of flavoring is not bad. No, of course not. Um, but, I think there's
1: also a little bit of a placebo effect with that kind of stuff too, where it's like, man, oh, of i got. Of course, there is. You know, it'd be like I got a rush off of that. Of course, well, it is. You don't really get a rush. An, in, just-
0: an inexperienced <laughs> lifter, uh, I remember my way of committing to workouts was my investment, my supplements. Is like, oh shit, it's on now. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've got this bottle full of magic, and in my mind, <laughs> I was like, this is it. You know, but. But no supplements, no cool new shoes, mm-hmm. and I'd be in the gym and I'd be blah. But the, yep. the supplements always help me push it over.
1: I like, too, that there's, you know, you had mentioned if you're buying like a big container of BCAAs. Well, if you're just doing it because you don't like, you know, plain water and you're not really worried about ratios and what you're absorbing and if it's, you know, meeting the minimum uh, requirement you should be taking, well, then that's cool. But what I also like is that, so I take them in powder form and I like that you can play with that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, wait a minute. If I just need, you know, a little bit more, or I flip it over and I'm like, ah, that's not what I'm what I need today. You can always add a little bit more.
0: Indeed. Now, here's what's really going to blow your mind. So, leucine we talked about that's the one that's the most is the mostest anabolic of the three, and that's the one that's actually going to give you the benefits uh, that we're going to talk about in a moment. But here's what's really going to blow your mind. Even that five gram dosage that I talked about. So you flip it over and you look at five grams. That is not going to be enough for your 250 pound person because mm-hmm. it is based on body weight mm-hmm. and everyone completely overlooks this. Yes. Um, the amount you're supposed to get is based on your body weight. So if you're, you know, a oh, petite hundred pounds, one and a half scoops of your favorite BCAAs might be a little bit more than you need, mm-hmm. which is okay. Mm-hmm. But if you're um, 250 pounds, super financially conservative and don't like spending money on supplements and you're doing the bare minimum scoop, yeah. it's not going to hit the numbers. Nope. So, those numbers, uh, 2 to 10 grams uh, is the average what you're going to see on a bucket. Uh, but standard dosage uh, for isoleucine is 48 to 70 milligrams per kilo of body weight. Um, combination dose is 20 grams of combined BCAAs with a balance ratio of leucine and isoleucine. So, mm. it gets very um, suspect now when you start looking at a product is it good? Is, it, is the ratio right? Um, and then, am I getting enough? Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing about, um, you're going to find some out there where the serving size is going to be, uh, one scoop. And I, I'm not going to say this a hundred percent about the product that I'm thinking of because I don't want to be, I don't want to be wrong. Right. Serving size is one scoop. Um, and there's 60 scoops in the bucket. Mm-hmm. So they kind of already anticipated that you might only need one. The label reflects the one, but mm-hmm. if you do 2 you're going to double it up. Mm-hmm. And then, then you're still only paying for, um, you're getting a good price product, but there's 60 doses in it. Right. Just expect it's only going to last you a month mm-hmm. um, because you're going to double it up like everybody else. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I know. And you know, get too much. Now, if you're taking too many BCAAs, I think I saw a study back in the day. They were talking about oh, the harmful effects of BCAAs. You'll just excrete it. All right. Anything that the body can't use, the body doesn't rapidly. Um, it's not going to put you in harm's way to absorb too much protein. When the body needs protein, it goes and gets it. Um, it's bioavailable, but it doesn't necessarily always just dump into the bloodstream. So, um, even though it's in the intestinal tract, the body's only going to take too much. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to that argument. It's like, well, how much can you absorb? Uh, I think they were saying it's 40 grams at a time or something like that, but y- you can, in- you can consume a hundred grams of protein. The body's only going to take what it needs. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about that.
1: I think that's another thing with uh supplementation that sometimes goes a little, I don't know, haywire or something. Um, where people don't understand that the body will excrete it.
0: If you've got too much. Exactly. That's right. I'm double checking my my research here while we while we're talking. Yep, so but- let's get into some of the benefits. Okay. Um I'm gonna pass the baton to you while I'm doing my digging here. So real quick, when you're talking to a client, um nine out of ten times, my first recommendation on BCAAs is for what? Muscle growth. Yeah, that's the second.
1: No. Oh, your first one? Yeah. Muscle soreness. Yeah. Okay.
0: So new people, when they're starting at the gym, for, for two weeks, they're walking around like they got hit by a truck. Um, and then the conversation is usually like BCAAs will cut down on delayed onset muscle soreness. So if you want to kind of reduce the time to re- repair, and it's everything we've been saying, it's an, these are anabolic uh, aminos. Mm-hmm. They're there to help you grow and recover. So of course, you're going to want to flood your body with a little bit more... Than what you're doing now through just diet. Mm-hmm. So if you want to cut down on the soreness, BCAAs is where it's at. And yes, it, it, this does it gets pricey. But if you're obsessed with horsepower, speed, recovery, and muscle growth, there's a cost to getting there. And unfortunately, food just doesn't get it done.
1: Nope. I can't even imagine eating the amount of food you would have to to get everything that we get with like the supplements we personally take.
0: When I was uber poor. Yeah. That was me. I ate so like, much chicken and eggs because it was readily available time. I mean, I was a master at cutting uh, chicken breasts off the bone uh, yeah. because that's all I, I could get was that. in uh, bone-in chicken. Um, and then eggs were super cheap. So yes. uh, dozens and dozens of eggs a day, which was terrible. <laughs> I still have a gag reflex to most of it. I uh, know. All right. What's next?
1: So muscle soreness. And then I already, I thought it was
0: that could be your number one reason. that's cool,
1: no, I think I forget, you know, it's funny if I can be honest. I think that I forget that I started taking them for muscle soreness in because I thought the flavors that we were selling sounded mm-hmm. really good. But I think that I've now it's I'm still finding myself with that with the energy and being able to lift a little bit more that I think I sometimes forget that it also helps with the soreness. You know, if that makes sense for somebody
0: with a with a um a high training age, that means you've been working out for a long time. The days where you're like walking around with with DOMs, yeah, doesn't happen all that much, no. you know. Um, and that's that's typically when I'm kicking myself in the ass because. As you get older, that shit becomes less and less acceptable. For, for me, not being able to walk up down a flight of stairs, exactly. uh, like, that stuff gets under my skin these days.
1: No, it's funny. It went. It goes from like getting excited to walking down the stairs backwards to right, then sliding actually, down on your butt, right? To then getting excited about you know your next set of weights being able. To, like I'm more excited about that now. And less excited. Oh, beautiful! About soreness. Beautiful.
0: Um, so, real quick, let me reflect back. So, I was thinking of this. Um, it is driven nutrition, and uh, their Aminos, which is their BCAA product. There's 50 servings in the mm-hmm. container, so you're going to be able to kind of up the, up the dosage a little bit, uh, is needed to kind of hit those numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, guys, it's a mixed product, so mm-hmm. there's no way to guarantee what's in every scoop. I mean, there's a good general idea, but you're not taking caps of leucine, caps of isoleucine and caps of valine yes. that are pure products. So you're very, very close. Absolutely. Um, but with 50 pro with 50 scoops, 50 servings in the container, mm-hmm. one and a half to two scoops a day is going to put you into that clinical range. And then it's groovy. Exactly.
1: And honestly, you're not getting out a food scale and measuring down to the gram of what that, you know, what does a scoop actually look like? No, so- I can
0: see myself doing that. Actually, that is how I do my protein.
1: Uh, well, but it's not your BCAAs. No,
0: no, because usually it's on the run. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, so they also assist with um, exercise induced fatigue. And I think that's what I was talking about earlier where it's yep. like, there's just a little, you don't, I think a lot of times people think that you're going to have that same reaction to like fat burners where you would feel like hot. <laughs> right. You don't with BCAAs. There's just a, you just kind of feel ready for your next rep. We're mm-hmm. ready for your next, you know, 30 seconds of work. There's just an interesting, there's like a peak that's kind of hard to explain. No. Like you're just kind of ready.
0: No, it's, it's so BCAAs, your muscles are using those during exercises, during, during exercise. So while you're actually working out, that's what's being consumed. Your body's going after those tools uh, to do the repair which causes your blood to decrease mm-hmm. and then tryptophan plays into it as well which is playing into um into your brain so you are getting an intra workout bump so mm-hmm. you have more fuel for the muscles and this plays well with the uh, the creatine the overhydration and then the recovery strategy so yeah you will feel something extra um i think you've got to be kind of hyper tuned into yourself before you get there because absolutely agree because there might be a little bit of like i said earlier a little bit of confusion about um adrenaline yep. you know and the endorphins but you can tell when you start out kind of poopy mm-hmm. now the only thing we didn't talk about yet and why this makes sense is because we typically recommend consuming bcas during workouts yep. so that's your intra workout routine is um i do 20 ounces of water mm-hmm. loaded with ice and then i'll double up my scoop load it up in there and then i make sure that i consume that during my workout yes. so that you're, you're taking it in and ingesting it as the body's using it and calling it up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So brilliant. So the first three, so what, again, we got DOMS, mm-hmm. fatigue and growth and muscle growth. There you go. Yep. All right. So what else are we looking at?
1: Um, I know they also assist with um, the prevention of muscle breakdown, but I have to be very honest. Yeah. I've always been confused by what that meant. Like I, I know it in the back of my mind, yeah. mainly from hanging around you all these years. Sure. But I don't really think I understand what that means in layman's terms.
0: Well, there's only so much pillow talk that we can have around BCAAs. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) we just never get that far. Um, So when you're looking, everything in the body, whether you're um, acidic or alkaline Mm -hmm. or uh, anabolic or cannabolic. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about muscle wasting, the body can get pushed into one side or the other. So, think of a fish tank, pH okay. ta- uh, pH level on a fish tank. Mm-hmm. If it gets too acidic or too alkaline, you can kill the fish. Yep. Um, the same thing kind of happens with fish or with, uh, with muscle, sorry. Okay. So, if the conditions aren't right, cells will perish. Now, when you're looking at catabolic or anabolic, oh. you want to make sure that you've got enough protein resources in the body so that when the body needs protein, it doesn't go after muscle. So, muscle wasting or being catabolic- Okay. Um, that's when you start losing muscle. Now, okay. it doesn't mean that it's some kind of muscle eating bacteria where you can just start noticing pockets and divots of muscle eroding. Mm-hmm. But um, the work it takes to get those little fibers to tear and rebuild and mm-hmm. tear and rebuild, they're susceptible to being catabolized, cannibalized mm-hmm. by the body for whatever other needs and demands there are for protein. Okay. So if organs have a demand for protein, the muscles are at risk for being used as fuel.
1: Uh, I guess so. it's basically there, It's basically protein being stolen.
0: Sure. You can look okay. at it that way. Yeah. So when you okay. end up catabolic, now the other thing to consider is that if you're on a low protein, a uh, low carbohydrate diet, or you're excessively working out, or you're fasting, mm-hmm. um, assuming that you're using a BCA product, doesn't have any, a high calorie count, aminos are proteins and proteins have calories. So there is no fat free pro- mm-hmm. protein or calorie free protein but if you are worried that in between meals or events or you're doing something else and you want to maintain good muscle mass um sipping on BCAAs throughout the day will help do that so um low carb days you can't get the food you're not eating right you know because you're leaning out for a show or you're just trying to tune up mm-hmm. BCAAs during your off times if you're getting super hungry uh your your body won't catabolize yourself
1: that's very interesting cool yeah we actually have an athlete who um basically sips on BCAAs all day because of the line of work they're in.
0: It's a, a, um, It's an easy midday because I've never got into the Crystal Light shit. I mean, I can't (laughs) do the little little packet of lemonade and a water. I can't do that. But um, to me, it makes perfect sense, BCAAs, because I feel like I'm actually getting something out of it. Mm -hmm. So you're getting something that tastes really good, but then it's also making sure that you stay in a positive Mm -hmm. protein state.
1: Crystal Light really did have some good commercials, though. They had a good the, jangle.
0: The, they had good models in the commercials. They did have good models. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: All right. And then um, once we decided this was going to be our topic, then I just very, very recently found out that um, they are tying BCAAs to um, people with liver disease. That's crazy. If they take them, there could actually be a benefit to it. And that is mine mind boggling to me it's,
0: it's cirrhosis yeah so when you start looking at hepatic function um the body the liver's job is to filter and when you're compromised when the liver's compromised because of abuse fatty acid uh, excessive you know it could be chemicals it could be alcohol yeah. but when the brain and everything starts to suffer because the liver can't do its job um, what the research is pointing to is that bcaas can kind of help repair that process the liver will so continually wild. regenerate itself until it gets too far, mm-hmm. and then it it can't do anything anymore. Yeah,
1: that was I've never heard anything like that ever. Looking into anything with BCAAs and
0: so there, yeah. there's even I think something out there about um, that the BCAAs might help protect against liver cancer. So if you've got cirrhosis already, it might help you stave off, um, f- I guess, further injury to your liver.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, I think it's. I think that's incredible. And one thing that I'd just like to say about like uh, with supplementation is I'm one of those people that says if there's like a 1% chance that a supplement can help you with something, especially a disease or you know brain function or body functions, mm-hmm. if there's a 1% chance and there is no negative impact to it, why wouldn't you at least try it? And that's kind of the way I am. Like when we were doing the way discussion, mm. and it was like there's so many different ways that way is Ha-ha. processed. Nice. That it's like if you've got an issue with one, try another one because yeah. if there's a one percent chance that that's going to make a huge difference in your quality of life or mm. feeling good or looking good, whatever your goal is, why not try it when it's it's not harmful, assuming. You're no. not dealing with something where your doctor no, says no. stay with
0: Healthy that, liver, healthy kidneys. You yeah. know, there's nothing that uh, in your metabolic system that's going to be compromised further by taking a supplement. Exactly. But this is something. So imagine the people that um, are anti-supplement and all they do is hit training. Yep. All right. So there's a reason that runners typically don't look good. I mean, aside from the fact that they're skipping a whole other um, side of their training, mm-hmm. But when you constantly break down muscle, break it down, break it down, break it down, you start, there's a reason everything else starts to look atrophied. Right. You're, you're, you're you're doing so much work in the opposite direction and not feeding your body the way you need to, mm-hmm. that you start to reflect your training. You'll mm-hmm. see those people, they don't look effing good. Um,
1: I think that a clarification on there is that it's things like what I noticed with a lot of runners that we see in our area, the, there's no like shoulder muscle anymore. Like All
0: of it. Buys, tries are gone, shoulders back. Exactly.
1: Like legs are real small, but it's like, yeah, you kind of look lean, but it's like, oh my gosh, I feel like if I I flicked you, (laughs) like I'd leave a mark.
0: I think you were fine until there. (laughs) We're not talking about anyone in particular. Um, All of a sudden, now runners are going to be pissed off at us. But you if you are somebody that believes that the body is the gym i'm just going to run that's my training because a doctor's going to tell you go out and do some cardio lose mm-hmm. some weight and you'll be fine but we're not looking at the body as a as a whole right. you know w- what's the benefit here remember it's to put on as much muscle as possible mm-hmm. for as late in life as possible mm-hmm. if you're not used to allocating funds and resources to things that are going to help you live better mm-hmm. and people don't do this look at um, this is a terrible analogy bible study i mean god's promise already is that once i accept jesus i'm going to go to heaven bible study I technically don't have to do it, but it reinforces mm-hmm. where I'm at and where mm-hmm. I'm going. Um, you might believe you're healthy, but the things that you do, this is a real weird analogy. You're, you think you're living a healthy lifestyle. You want to live a long and healthy life. Mm-hmm. You need to do the additional things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's expensive to eat healthy. It's expensive to Absolutely. get you know non-GMO foods. I get it. But once you get there and feel amazing, there is no going back. I but know. you can't. I can't sell feeling great Mm-mm. because most people are like, well, I feel great. It's like, you don't even know Mm-mm. what great feels like because I can tell just by your structure and the way you train and the way you move, you're not running optimally, which means inside you're not optimal. Right. Um, but supplements, it's a, it's a conversation that you need to have with yourself. Start with one, use it as it's supposed to be used. If you're intermittent and it sits on the shelf, I don't know if we've said this already. Don't bother. Right. Don't spend a dime if you're not going to take it and be consistent with it. If you get creatine and you're taking it once a week, don't bother. Don't bother. If you get BCAAs and it's sitting up there and you're trying to make it last for 3 months, don't bother. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a continual flow. Yep. But then once you're bigger, stronger, your blood panels come back great, you're like, shit, this is worth it. Yeah. But it's only until then. It's all faith. Yeah. Is this going to work for me? And then you got to deal with the the crappy products and the crappy companies. And you're like, shit, I spent money on this and I didn't get anything out of it. Exactly. So,
1: No, it's very, very cool. And I think for us, we're in such a cool position because we've seen like uh, one athlete I was thinking of, it's funny. It's somebody who does run Mm -hmm. that also does strength training that then started incorporating. So runner only started incorporating strength training, started supplementing, started doing more supplementing. And now this individual is crushing it in life.
0: Well, no, because no, how like, it this runs improve?
1: Oh my God, but it's the coolest mm-hmm. thing to just see, you know, baby, very, very small steps. Okay, I like the logic with this. I like the logic, very, very logical person. And then to see where they started and where they are today. Oh my gosh, it's freaking cool.
0: I know who you're talking about. And I remember the initial conversation. It was a hard, it was a hard sell.
1: Absolutely. Because they
0: understood what their training was. They understood how their body responded and they had this belief system wrapped around I know what I'm doing. It's the
1: coolest. But
0: once you branch out and you're like, holy crap, this shit works.
1: I know. Yeah. It was the coolest thing. So, from, and by the way, they still run and train and just added another supplement. And well, this person, uh, they
0: cut down on marathon time. This person's a marathon runner mm-hmm. and they improve times. Exactly. By reducing the runs and increasing the strength training
1: and starting and, the supplements. And adding supplements into the routine. Yes.
0: All right. So, we it's jammed it so awesome. longer than I thought we would on BCAs because <laughs> this is. Not really sexy for most people. Um, <laughs> I like if, if you guys have questions, and again, um, I'll put a link. It's uh, Driven Nutrition Aminos, is the one that um, I'm taking. I've been taking it now for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about what it has to taste like because I'm pretty finicky during a workout. During a workout, I don't want chocolate and mm-hmm. I can't. Um, so it tastes right. The the uh, ratios are right. Mm-hmm. The price is right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm using. Um, be consistent for about a month. You need to take it all the time. Yep. Um, and then you'll start to notice improved recovery, um, a lot less soreness, mm-hmm. and then you'll start to see actual some some progress working in. Better believe it. Remember, these are your 1% improvements. Mm-hmm. They're not, <laughs> you're not going to all of a sudden boil the ocean because you're taking a couple scoops of BCAA every week. Mm-hmm. That's not going to do it. Um, take it with a ton of water and take your time drinking it during the workout. Yep. Um not only that ice cold water, not only you you delivering the BCAAs, but the water is going to cool you during high intense episodes at the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to keep your organs cool, your blood cool, and that will help with digestion. That's another conversation later. But super hot blood cooks your intestines and it causes um, digestion problems. So the BCAAs super cold help with that too. Oh, yeah. For the timing.
1: Definitely. Anything to I close with? B- no, I was just going to say I love BCAAs. Um, Backers. And- exactly. And if you all have questions, please post them because mm-hmm. we – I'm starting to love supplements. I can't believe I just said that.
0: Love but. it. All right, guys. Thanks for jumping on. Uh, this Again, this is uh, part three. I think we've got six or seven more. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to put these out twice a week. So thank you for listening. If you love it, please go up and find where you listened, comment, rate us, and share Subscribe it.
1: Subscribe and all that. Dude, do this all do the stuff, stuff
0: because you know we, we love doing it for you, but we would love doing it for more as well. Um, yeah. That kind of gives us our reason. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. Thank you. All right. Catch you on the next show, guys. All right. Later. Bye.